Cola. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's not it. It's the Fink Show. Hey, it's Tuesday, May 24th. Welcome. Welcome if for a very special episode of the Fink Show. You know what? I think it's so special. Wait a minute. Hang on. If the... Uh, you could just get the orchestra here. If, if the orchestra guys... Uh, could you... Uh, could you guys kind of stop here for a second real quick? I just need you guys to, um, we need a different, we need a different. all right, just bear with me for a quick second here. Um, today is a very special episode, so we are going to say, welcome, my friends, to a very special episode of The Fink Show with the Bicoastal Biatches. Bridget from Long Island and Aaron, welcome y'all. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone this morning? I am awesome. Uh, how are you, Aaron? I am doing great. Excellent. Uh, Aaron, get a little closer to the mic. We want to hear you better. Uh, Gina, how are you, my dear? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Gina, we did a little audio test last night and Gina was like, June was like, uh, are you going to be used to all this estrogen on the uh, show? <laughs> and I was like, let me remind you. Let me remind you that I was a massage therapist for 24 years. Yes, and, you are. Um, so I have in three a lot girls of, at once. Well, I worked in I worked in a lot of situations where I was the only guy and amongst like eight employees. So this is not unfamiliar territory, I would say. Not at all. Every time I go to get a massage, it's almost all entirely women there. So doing the work. Exactly. Exactly. So because uh, men are afraid that if they get a massage and a guy is there and they get an erection, that might be a problem. So they well, and out. also on the other end of it, from the service end of it, I can tell you that um, male massage therapists just don't make as much. So you just don't see as many male massage therapists out there. At least in that specific slice of massage availability. I have heard of other situations where that's different, but um, at least in the situations that I've known. Justice for the massage therapist. Whatever. <laughs> when will yeah, when will rich white folks get a break? Um, so <laughs> honestly, uh, I wanted to welcome y'all and then give a quick uh, rundown of how the show works for people that are new and listening in here. Um, and I think it's honestly, we're going to even need to switch up the music again. This works a lot better for me. Uh, so yeah, babies. Uh, so for the different people listening to this in the very many different ways, uh, that I have this available, uh, the Fink show is live weekdays, Monday through Friday at 630 AM Pacific. Uh, you can listen live for free through Podbean. Um, while it's happening. Replays and then some of my other cool, wacky produced bits and throwback episodes and things like that will, are available on uh, patreon.com slash show. So uh, please, uh, if you can, throw me a couple dollars to help me keep this going. And then the Bicoastal Biatches, you are all available on anchor.fm. Is that correct? Yes, and we're also on iTunes and Spotify and, and a lot of other locations. A lot of the other fancy places. Yeah, see, I, I'm in the process of getting some of my episodes out through that. So you can see uh, 
uh, you'll see me on Spotify and I think Google, and I've applied to Apple, but they haven't gotten back to me, so we'll see. It uh, honestly takes a minute with them. It does? Okay. Yeah. See, I'm learning these things. This is good to learn from us. Uh, but we have a lot of fun stuff to talk about today. Um, I listened to y'all's uh, most recent uh, Bicoastal Biatches um, episode. And I had some questions and some comments, if that's okay. If we can sort of start off the show with that. Is that all right? Absolutely. Excellent. Uh, by the way, for <laughs> listeners... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll keep it... No, 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 no. I don't want you to stop that. You need to... <laughs> my listeners need to adjust to uh, the natural state of Bridget you from Long you, Island. Boo. Yeah, yeah. You do you, baby girl. Uh, you got it. There's going to be a lot more F-bombs today, so buckle up. Buckle the fuck up! <laughs> buckle the fuck oh, up! Ah, my fucking ears! Ah, my, <laughs> oh, my freaking ears! Uh, so, Aaron, you were saying you were going to talk to AAA, uh, and you're in Oregon, is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Did they put you on hold? No. So I used the app oh, on okay. my phone. Okay. Uh, just because it's my own little personal flex that for many a year, and I was curious to see if it sounded like me, uh, I was the on-hold person for AAA in Oregon and Idaho. No way! Oh God, sorry. It's okay. It was a lot of. Uh, it was a lot of. Uh, you know, if your vehicle is disabled, please make sure it's pulled entirely to the side of the road. You know, those <laughs> are fun things. So um, I just didn't know if that was still if that was still rolling. Um, uh, if I have to call back, or if I need service again, I will. Uh, I'll endure yeah. the hold time so I can like, listen to you. Like, pull me on hold. Sweet. It might be my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's been it's been oof, like at least a decade. I'm, I'd be surprised if I'm still in rotation on that. But I, for many years, I was. Yeah, that, that's oh, that's awesome. And now, um, oh, brace yourself, my friends. We're gonna talk about piercings for a minute. <laughs> And then we're gonna we're gonna talk about some other health things if you're open to it later. Aaron, you wanted to talk about some digestive stuff if you're still open to that. Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, and now Gina, do you have experience with piercings? I do. Okay. All right. I have a few. Oh, I didn't see you know. Um, so the it was interesting because y'all were talking about the guns. Uh, mm -hmm. to pierce the ears and how they were not sanitary yeah. and it reminded me of stories that my mom told me big mama fink told me of uh, her helping her sisters pierce each other's ears at mm -hmm. home yeah and they would just get like a potato or a carrot and they would put it between the earlobe and the ear and then they just ice the ear down and they just stab it with a knitting needle so years ago, back when I was in high school, I had gotten a second hole put in my ear. And yeah. every summer, we would be having these parties right as the summer began. And my friend Patrick would always want to get his ear pierced. So I would literally take that earring that they had pierced with the second hole. And I would, I would ice his ear and just push it fucking through his ear mm. while we were drunk. And re-pierce so his nice ear. Yeah. Of course. I mean, what better way to do it than when you're fucking wasted? And right. literally, like, the next day, he would start his lifeguarding duties, and they wouldn't allow oh. earrings. <sighs> and so we would go through the, the hell of his piercing, forced piercing his ear, and then he would have to take it out, like, the next day because of being a lifeguard. So it was fucking oh. crazy. And was this a lifeguard for a swimming pool or the ocean? 
the ocean um, down oh, in Long Beach. Geez. Oh, it must have stung <laughs> so bad. I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a lot of fun pushing an earring. I mean, like, I didn't even, like, try oh. and sterilize a needle. I did try to sterilize the earring, though. I mean, yeah, I did yeah. have that much sense on me. Smart, but, like, smart. I, you know, I didn't, why not use a needle or some shit like that? But no, I would just use the earring and I would just push it through and it would take forever and people would stand around and watch. Um, I just, I, I want to jump in for a second with two points on the piercing front. Um, A, I had to re-pierce my left ear pretty much every time I put an earring in for the majority of my life, so... Yeah, that's painful. And also, um, on my other podcast last night, I just talked about Victorian nipple piercing, and that was a thing. What is that? Can you explain? What what, What does that mean? What what signifies a Victorian nipple piercing as different? Uh, Well, at the turn of the century, so late 1800s, it was a fad for wealthy women to have beautifully adorned nipple rings because it gave pleasure and was a sign of wealth. You don't say. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. Well, it definitely gives pleasure, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do like the idea of more functional piercings than decorative. Uh, there was the old, what do you uh, mean by functional versus decorative? Well, I mean like an ear lobe piercing isn't necessarily like, oh yeah, I can't wait till somebody like tickles my earring. <laughs> Give that thing a little jingle there. Um, but again, like, uh, you know, conversely, like a nipple piercing or a genital piercing, it, like, has an actual, like, you know, function function. Well, see, here's the thing, though. Like, any body part can be an erogenous zone. And there was this guy I used to hook up with, and, like, he loved getting his ears licked and bit and stuff like that. Oh, okay, I get I that. don't remember right. if he had a pier- an ear piercing or not. I may have to look. But, like, he loved that, so I can imagine if he did have his ear pierced, he would have enjoyed it even more. I wonder um, if it might be one of those cases where the area is too sensitive. And you're just like, no, I couldn't possibly. Just, like, doing that is, like, off, you know, you're pegging the needle, as they say. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So to speak. So uh, maybe he's, like, afraid to actually get that pierced. Uh, That's how I feel about my my nipples. I I am going to, you know be very vulnerable here and say I have way too sensitive nipples to even think about piercing. And uh-huh. I've had a piercing before. And I'm gonna now ask, where was your piercing before? Well, my friends, and I think uh I think uh <sighs> okay, yes I'm telling the story because fuck it. Um I had a P- <laughs> I had a PA for a while. I had a Prince Elvis for a while. Whoa Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there may be people listening who does who don't yeah, know I what a PA is. It. Yes, I will describe it. But just to let that sink in for the people that do know what it is. Um, yeah, so basically it's a piercing uh, that goes through the uh, through the bottom of the penis through the urethra, about an inch and mm. half, two inches in. Um, and so you put a piercing and it's a curve, usually a curved barbell when it gets set. Um, and, um, so that's, that's more of a functional piercing, I would guess. Yeah. <laughs> I would I mean, think Did so. you enjoy it? Uh, you know what? Honestly, I gave it a while and then I took it out because it was more trouble than it was worth for me. 
for me. Did it never heal up right? It, it healed to a point where I could give it a couple of test runs and it wasn't worth it to me for the amount of maintenance and jewelry switching and it was just like too much. You had more than coins jingling in your pocket. <laughs> you better believe it, baby. Hey. Uh, I had a friend that had about yeah. 14 piercings, I think. Oh, my God. Oh. Penis. In the wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. In the penis. Only yeah. in the penis. So it must have like went up the shaft. Yeah, it, did, yeah. Was, it looked like the side of a Doc Martin. What's going on there? It was pretty intense. Um, one time he slid in behind me in a pool in like a skinny dipping situation. Oh. And I could feel the metal and I was like, gross, 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 get away from me. Oh, was it like a little <laughs> epilady situation? Did he pick up some souvenirs on the way by, um, as the brush by there go? And it just, I could feel all the little like, the little balls at the end of the bars. And I was like, oh. Get away, oh. robot man. Oh. Oh. Uh, I will say this was in a previous relationship uh, and the person that sort of quote unquote talked me into my piercing, uh, this was in Atlanta and there, um, there's a very famous strip club there, I think it's called the Emerson, where all the women, uh, it's, it's sort of like more open, it's, there's no cover, it's like really cheesy beers and the women are all just sort of like not strippery, they don't like have all the makeup and stuff, they're just up there shaking it. And like it's sort of open, and that's where the person that uh, convinced me to go get my piercing took me right after the piercing. It's like thanks. Oh, thanks. that must have hurt. Yeah, well, it wasn't yeah. great. Uh, it was Let's very weird. It was kind of David. Li no, it did, it w and it was weird because it wasn't even like one of those kind of places. It was just more like the energy was really low because it was very like open co-ed. A lot of college groups just came to have like you know PBRs and. You know, it, but it was weird. It was very like, you know, David Lynchian. Like I felt like I was like constantly receiving the uh, the amount of adrenaline from a car accident. Like while sitting in this room, I'm like, uh, ooh, uh, okay, what? Well, I think this happened. Um, but to be fair, though, um, the process of the piercing itself went really well. Um, I happened to be there at this piercing studio when the president of the National Piercing Organization was there, oh. and he pierced me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it, it couldn't, the actual process of piercing could not have gone any better. It was it was very quick, and honestly, like, the, the fear and the anticipation was way worse than the actual process. The thing that was the bummer for me was the aftercare, because it is a huge pain in the ass to keep that thing, just like, get it to stop bleeding. It's a very vascular area. And I would assume for women, it'd be the same thing too. Um, you'd really have to work on getting the, the healing happening as quickly as possible. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, with the nipple piercing, it's they do say it's one of the hardest piercings to heal. I mean, and the cleanup, and you, you got to be fucking careful with that shit. And like when I went back, because I, I just went back to switch into uh, better fitting piercings after I had my mammogram done. Get your boobies felt up, ladies. Just yes. make sure. Yes. PSA there. Please. Um, and if you do have your nipples pierced, they do actually have like plastic retainer piercings that they can put into your nipples for when you get your mammogram done. So it doesn't possibly interfere with the reading of the mammogram. Anyway, um, and I don't, I don't, but, um, she, oh, that's where I was going. So when I switched out to the, the better fitting piercing, she's like, oh, what are we going to pierce next? And I'm like, yeah, nothing. Because she's like, yeah. how about the clit? I'm like, no, 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 no. I am not messing with that shit because Lord forbid something goes fucking wrong down there. 
Yeah, I'd be afraid to sever some kind of nerve there or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Bridget, um, I had my nipples pierced, and I can attest to what you're saying. They, like, migrated out. Uh Uh-huh. So now I have kind of weird scarring of, like, they were working themselves out. (laughs) They just didn't take, I guess. Ooh. Ooh. I've had clients with that in the past, yeah. I've known clients with that. Where they they tried to get piercing, and the the piercings are just like, no, I'm going to take off. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm out. I'm out of here. Jesus. the weird thing about the genital piercing, though, is that part of it is that you have to use urine to keep it clean, which is odd. Really? Um, but yeah, so basically one of the things for my piercing that I had to do... Brace yourself. You had to pee yourself? <laughs> brace yourself. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, is that you had to... I had to... I had to uh, pee in the shower and put my thumb over the eye of my penis so I would pee through my piercing straight down hmm. to keep that the eye clean. of my penis <laughs> the eye of the penis <laughs> Jesse says Karen is listening John Karen's heard this story many a time she's like this again uh, yeah bug bob's getting a little squirrely oh <laughs> sorry bug bob sorry uh, that's what you get on the Bicoastal Biatches episode of The Fink Show. Hey, <laughs> everybody. But, John, would you get your taint pierced? Nope. Mm. No, that skin's too thin. I don't want to. No. No, 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 no. You think it's hard to keep your dick clean. Imagine yes, your taint seriously. Clean. No, thank you. No. More trouble. And again, more trouble than it's worth. Like, yeah. Nah, not really. Yeah, no. Not for uh, me. Yeah. So, um, real quick, uh, have you have you all listened to uh, today's Ralph report? I have. Um, I have not yet. Okay. Well, uh, I, don't, I don't mind spoilers. Quick spoiler: care, yeah. just patting myself on the back for the uh, the makeup mirthful Monday joke there. Um, I called that in behind the scenes weeks potentially months ago so he's had that one on reserve so that was uh Ooh, good work. very nice karmically too after uh last night when <laughs> i <laughs> was in our little test thing getting our audio set up and i was lamenting like you know i guess ralph really wants me to just be the ralph report guy and i was like i get it it's cool you know i can be that guy and then i say that and then it's like oh okay he plays that the next day I'm like, all right okay I get it. all right like, i love you again daddy oh i love you again don't hurt me <laughs> it, is a, it, it it does feel a little like Ike and Tina-y sometimes because once you've done something that gets you noticed then when you're not noticed you're like oh do you, are you mad at me yeah <laughs> I well, totally feel that yeah oh yeah Gina Wells definitely feels that <laughs> well it's Gina true Wells. I went a while without having a call played and I'm like I'm fucking calling in like every other yeah. day why the fuck am I not being played Right. Um, and, you know, that was the thing I, I, I wanted to bring up when I was on camera for the uh, cocktail party. Um, and I just, you know, one of those things, I'm so adrenaline out when I'm on camera talking to him and actually having a conversation. I forget so much. Uh, but for people that are listening, that's like, man, he, they play him all the time. Uh, you all have to understand, he plays maybe a quarter of the, the Ralph Deport report calls, I call it. Like yeah. I call in like one to two per day. So um, it's if for people that are frustrated about their shit, not getting on the Ralph report, 
it's a it's a matter of uh, quantity as well as quality. And we no have a conspiracy theory that he's not really listening to all the calls. There is <laughs> no, that conspiracy no. theory. There I, is. The, I think, it, go ahead. I think he has to kind of screen them as he goes. Like if you don't catch him right off the bat, he's like, "All right, like, yeah." He's like, impress well, me. On, Goodbye. Honestly, though, and part of that is, too, is that it has to match the pacing and the wavelength of the show. And right. if it doesn't hit that right away, then he's like, all right, well, it's a fun message to hear for me to listen to, but it may not be the right thing to put on the show. Oh, absolutely. And I also know I've had calls edited down where he's clipped oh, out pieces. So Same yeah. here. Same here. You got to understand, Ralph comes from like FM radio and it's pow, 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 because you've got to make room for, com for commercials and time checks and all these other things. So to keep that pacing going is very difficult, first of all, especially for, you know, even myself, who's easily distracted, as you can tell, it's tough. It's it's a tough thing to do. It's definitely take and he's got that muscle built up. So, you know. Yes, Jody. He's at least clipped out at least four or five of those fucks, if not more. Clipped fucks playing down here. At the, uh... Clipped fucks. Don't get us wrong. Box. We still love him. We still love, and that's the thing. Like, and I, I, you know, I do my best to like if people want to contribute to this show, and I'm sure y'all have that with your show. Like, you can't play everything. Like it's, it's some of it has to be for, you know, Hey, this is just for me or, you know, Oh, I love that idea, but we're going to let that one kind of, you know, ride for a bit or, you know, it's the same thing back with the Dickie LaRue stuff. I, when that was at its peak, like people were sending me ideas and voiceover stuff and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Send it to me more. I'll, I'll do it and process it and send it in. You know, none of it got played. It's all right though. We just made it. We learned how to make it and, you know, got that skill built up for something else. <laughs> well, Erin, Erin does all the producing for us. So what do you have to go through? Because I just sit back and show the fuck up. Yeah, How many calls oh, yeah. do you get? Yeah, Erin. <laughs> so I just saw in the chat that uh, Tallyman Todd actually just uh, commented on the truth is I also have to edit our voicemails down. Sure. Um, our listeners are wonderful and they will call and they will talk to us for, you know, four, five, six minutes i think the record one time was todd had like a six and a half minute voicemail and we just can't play all that but we're so fascinated and we want to hear it and so bridget and i will kind of like pause our show and we'll listen to the whole thing and then we'll decide what parts you know we're going to mm -hmm. comment on and what's going in the final cut but um yeah no we constantly have more uh, footage that we can use but we want to hear it because we love hearing from our listeners well and that's the thing you, there's there's definitely a line between what what we as hosts like to take in and enjoy versus what we are going to say hey everybody look what so-and-so said and it honestly it it makes the experience better it's it's the same thing i did with like interviews back when i worked for the jazz station and stuff you just you make that person sound better because it's fitting into the tone and the pace of your show. Yeah. So it's, it just works. Uh, speaking of calling into shows, do you all, uh, what's y'all's phone uh, number? You want to share that real quick and we can put it in the uh, chatteroonies to. So with our show. It, how, oh yeah. How just, does it work? How do, so yeah, with, you can works. go to anchor and I'll get the web. Uh, the, if you go to the anchor link for the show, there is actually a little button there that you can click on and leave the voicemail that way. Oh, cool. All right. Yeah. Excellent. 
but All that right. one has a one minute timer, I believe. Tally Man will be able to tell us better on that one. Uh, uh, but at the uh, same time, if you hit us up and we put our, you know, we have our email address where we do take, um, I guess, MP3s. Is that right, Aaron? Is that the preferred method? Of yeah, voice actually, best? I can take any kind of audio file because I can convert it. So as long as flack? it's playable on a modern computer. Um, a FLAC or an OGG <laughs> or an AIF. <laughs> Those okay, all let's okay? not get crazy. Okay, I send you right. a JPEG. Easy now. That's a different thing. Uh, well, if people want to call into my show, I might as well play uh, my little jingle here for my phone number. Uh, Tell me what you think. <laughs> call Big Fink. 774 Big Fink. 774 Big Fink. Feel free to call in. I love uh, that, Rick. Thank you to Eric. Oh, man, I love that guy. That's good. Uh, so by good. the way, shout out to Eric for doing some amazing DJ work with me uh, last weekend. That was a really fun time, and we're going to do that again, I think. So um, we'll, we'll have that coming on soon. And Eric will be on the show uh, coming up here uh, in the next couple of weeks as well. So stay tuned for that. Yay. And also shout out to, uh, especially on National Brothers Day, uh, Mr. Handfarts himself, Andy Fink. Um, uh, love you, man. We have, we have an awesome, we have a weird brothers uh, relationship. Most brothers fight a lot. The only fight that my brother and I have ever gotten into was when we were kids. And I think he was like six, I was 12 or something like that, maybe a little younger. And we got into a fight over like a screwdriver or something. And we just like <laughs> went to our rooms. Like we just like, eh. and then we independent of each other, wrote each other apology letters. <laughs> we're such dorks. So thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's Aww. that's the kind of brothers we are. We're we're big old dorks. Uh, so I love you, Andy. Uh, I'm glad that he's now a one star member of the Garmy and was Yay. able to catch the replay. Whoop, whoop. And he's able to hear some of this stuff, and he'll be on on uh, Thursday too. So stay tuned for that. Now, this is the one that does the farmer's market stuff. With This the, is the one that does the farm in your neck of the woods, Aaron, okay. actually. Um, yeah, Fink's Fermented Foods. He uh, he does all the krauts and kimchis and all these wonderful ferments and stuff. And uh, he's, yeah. he's, what's, what, what, what? I heard of that. Sounds good. No, I'm into it. I oh, want okay. it. Oh, you want it. Okay, good. Uh, so that's actually a perfect segue. I think we want to talk about uh, some stomach stuff. Is that okay with everybody? Do you want to talk about what's going on with your stomach here, Aaron? This Ugh, is good stomach what isn't, music. <laughs> what isn't going on? This this music is perfect. Exactly. I think, I tell, think, us, tell us what the problem is. I think liquid shits and I think jazz music. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the green apple no, two-step, uh, everybody. <laughs> is Good that morning. what it is for you honestly like is that you just like are constantly liquid shitting yeah um so i had my thyroid out like god eight years ago now and so ever since i started taking the levothyroxine and the uh zoloft for my newfound anxiety because i just woke up and i was like holy shit i'm terrified of everything it was magical same um yeah. So with all that going on, oh, that's right, you know. You said, did you say same? I said same. Yeah. Yes. Um. I anyway. Your brain just won't be cool. Combined, and then I had my gallbladder out at one point. Same. So I've got all this like acid and shit in my tummy, and okay, I'm just constantly like 
liquid shit girl. And I mean, I've shit my pants in the last year. 100% oh, Same. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> so tell me. We're the um, same person. I know. <laughs> See, this is the thing. This is weird because Gina is also the same person as Queen J, as we've learned earlier on shows. Um, so we're all no, the same. No, we're not. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so Aaron, do you want to just sort of break down what's your sort of ballpark food routine for the day? Are you like a, I need to have some warm liquids in my belly before I'm hungry or just like don't want to eat till lunch? What's your, what's your deal? What's your deal? <laughs> well, let me first say that I found out the... Sorry, I just sneezed, everyone. It was very... Bless important. you! Hey, it's live radio. Everybody get ready to buckle up. Live! Buckle, buckle no, the so fuck up. There you go, Tyler. I found that um, I am one of the people that sucralose ruins their life. Mm-hmm. So I've cut that out, and it's helped mm-hmm. a little. Mm-hmm. But my, my morning routine is tea or coffee, and then I typically do some sort of a protein powder or, like, a supplement. Uh... And then I usually have a mid-morning snack of carrots and hummus. Ooh. Okay. All right. All right. And then lunch is just whatever I randomly decide, oh, no, I'm hungry. I have to eat something. So it's usually not a healthy choice. Okay. And dinner is never a healthy choice because by that point of the night, I am tired and I don't want to cook. So I'm doing some of this myself with my poor life choices. Okay. What's your water intake like? Are you... Uh... So I drink about two to three 16.9 ounce cans of liquid death, which is just like a fruit flavored water. Yeah. I was Um, was hearing about that on the show. Yeah. um, I'm obsessed with it. So I drink that per day plus then two full like 32 ounce hydro flasks. So I'm probably getting like 90 something ounces of water. Yeah. Okay. Um, so are you, is your water, here, let's get some more fancy music. Um, are you, um, are you, are you drinking these liquids with your meals or separate from them? Separate. I just drink them throughout the day. Okay. All right. Um, so my, my thing would be, uh, of course the supplements are, are contributing to that. Um, I mean the uh, the medications you're taking, right? Um, you're getting a decent amount of fiber with sort of the hummus and carrots kind of setup. Um, I just wish that you could get that hummus and carrots a little earlier in the day, maybe. That would I kind mean, I of. I freaking love hummus. It could be my breakfast, honestly. <laughs> do you buy your own hummus or do you make your own? I I buy it. I'm not gifted in the kitchen but is it easy to make oh my god it's so easy yeah it's five ingredients in a food processor i have those things well i don't know what the five ingredients are but i could acquire them i have a food processor i will tell you them right now because it's very easy you just get yourself a can of garbanzo beans okay you get yourself some tahini and honestly here's a thing here's a little thing i've learned too some people, and this may be you, it might be part of why you're having the issue, have a sensitivity to sesame, sesame oil specifically. So very traditional hummus uses a lot of tahini. It might be worth trying to make hummus without tahini, uh, maybe even like a slice of avocado in there. Uh, yeah, uh, Jody's saying garlic that shit up. 
you know, a little <laughs> uh, like one clove of fresh garlic in there. Okay. Um, really, really good for gut bacteria. Um, yeah, smoothies would be really good. Um, you know, Ralph was talking about probiotics versus antibiotics and stuff earlier. Um, prebiotics are a very important thing to look into as well. Um, and those would be the carbs and fibers that help nourish the good bacteria that are already there in your gut. Um, so if you're doing any kind of smoothie, you can look for some prebiotic fiber supplements. They're just a little scoop thing. Um, usually they're made from something called like Jerusalem artichoke. Um, which is actually something else you can get at a, like a fancy health food store and make slices of and dip into your hummus as well, which would be very, very good for your gut. It doesn't have the best flavor raw, so you'd really want to slice it thin and dip it into something, but yeah, might be worth a try. Um, my concern with the liquid death is I'd have to look into, you know, what exactly is in them. Sometimes, um, a, a lot of carbonated drinks like that can mess up somebody's stomach. So it's always good to try to go without that for a while, just to see if it improves. A lot of it's really, you know, trial and error experimentation, but the trick is, and this is the thing that people always mess up with is they try to change more than one thing at once. They're like, Oh, well, I've heard all these great things. I want to try them all at once. And then you don't, you, you confound the scientific method. <laughs> <laughs> right so you don't you you don't figure out what is the thing that's actually working so if you're going to change a thing change a thing for like two weeks well and see my doctor had me um i don't think to be uh, honest i don't think it is the the liquid death because i think it has like five ingredients um mm -hmm. and they're all pretty natural but right. the uh my doctors at the time because um, after I shit my pants, God, it's probably been like six months now. I don't know. But after that, my doctor was like, let's, um, let's put you on a liquid diet, pal. And so I did the whole like jello and water. And then I like slowly reintroduced food. Um, and because we slowly reintroduced things, food groups at a time, as opposed to isolating specific items. Very smart. Uh, it didn't really. Oh, you <laughs> it didn't, didn't really do anything. Yeah. All of a sudden, I was eating all my food again, but I was still not feeling great once I reintroduced everything. Okay. So. Um, I will get up. Uh, here we go. I will get up on one uh, soapbox. Are you a? Are you avoiding dairy? Oh, um, yeah. So I did make the switch to all. Well, I. I can't quit cheese. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> um, but everything else I have is lactose free. Sure. And then I do a, um, I take like a pill if I'm going to eat something with cheese on it. Okay. All right. Um, that might be something to try though, at least for a couple of weeks. Um, and the thing is, okay. is not necessarily the lactose is the protein and the sugar. Like those ingredients, sometimes they remove different amounts and so parts of them will still be there sometimes. Um, it's worth trying to, um, it's worth trying to at least cut it completely out for a couple of weeks, just as an anyway, experiment. I think you might be mad at me, but I guess I could try that. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth a try. Um, and that's the thing, like the thing, people get to this point where they're like, well, I, I'll try anything. I was like, well, you know, I've seen people try this. And I, again, 
I'm not a doctor. I'm not prescribing. I'm just telling you what I've tried, what my clients have tried. I have Crohn's disease, so I've went through the worst, worst, worst of this. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that's really soothing for the gut, if you can get your hands on it, uh, are baby coconuts. You know those sort of white conical ones that you get at health food stores? Yeah. Um, those, if you like the taste of coconut, uh, the water from those live coconuts is very soothing to the gut and it's antibacterial and antiviral. Nice. So those are, those, when I was at my worst, those were some of the most soothing things I could get for myself. Um, and then I, uh, you know, we can talk about you know, probiotics and stuff. If you really need the most medical grade probiotic, um, a lot of insurances don't cover it and it's a weird name, uh, but it's called VSL number three DS. Um, and that's what people with like an ileal pouch use. Um, and I used that for my Crohn's for a long time because my insurance covered it. Thank you insurance, but now they don't. Um, and that really, really turns people over. So, you know, well, I have a little um, list of, of what we've discussed. So, yeah. Um, and again, like if you got questions, if people that are listening have questions, um, you know, I'm happy to share my experience. So call into the show, write in whatever you've got. Um, I've certainly been through hell and back. Um, I've been through client. I've been by the, the side of many clients that have been through hell and back and made their choices. And I can at least share anecdotally over the 24 years what I've experienced. I will say this, John, you are the only person who has even come close to making me seriously consider veganism. And I had a friend who was a vegan for a year and I wanted a fucking killer every day. And I'm like, hmm, maybe this isn't so bad. Well, here's the thing. I have been vegan. It'll be this fall. It'll be 20 years. And Mm -hmm. when I first went vegan, it sucked. People thought I was a witch doctor. (laughs) Um, the vegan cheese that was available was God awful. Um, it was not readily available. You were not able to walk into a store and get impossible chicken nuggets. Um, (laughs) you know, it it was, it was not that kind of situation. Uh, but I was lucky enough to be in a group of little friends that, uh, like a few of them were vegan chefs and Mm. just kind of made it all from scratch. And I was like, all right, well, I'll just see what you guys eat. And it was real easy to get on board then. And move on from that. And so, um, you know, it's been great. Uh, Bug Bob in the chat has also been vegan for a long time. Uh, mm-hmm. And I met it. Uh, and that's the thing. If you really want some decadent vegan stuff, uh, I know Kevin Smith talks about it a lot. The veggie grill. Right. Veggie grill is amazing. I had a mac and cheese burger at the veggie grill. Hmm. Jesse, vegan cheese is not real cheese. All right, Jesse. Here was the thing. I was, oh my gosh. All right. I'm going to get on a soapbox because Jesse's been poking this bear. Go for it. I want to hear days, it. And I'm really getting kind of annoyed about it because everybody's like, oh, well, I need my natural things. My meat is all natural. It's not fucking natural. Okay. It's been treated with ammonia. Okay. Why do you think it has that color? It's not natural. They feed them things that they're not made. Cows that are fed corn, it changes their gut bacteria and makes them more acidic. It's not as natural as just taking plants out of the ground and processing them through an extruder. Y'all need to settle the fuck down about things that are vegan and not vegan. All right? Whoa. I I gotta say. Cheese does um, not require milk. 
There are cheeses out there before this. I'm sorry. Hang on. There are things (laughs) out there that have been cheese before this whole vegan movement that didn't have milk in them. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead, Erin. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just gonna, I was gonna agree with Bridget that I, you have made me consider, well, you and Lizzo, so both. (laughs) Hey, right? (laughs) She makes some really killer meals on her TikTok. Some, I mean, Mm -hmm. I will say the day she had the vegan filet mignon, I was like, okay, I'm out. That looks like it's made out of That sounds ridiculous to me. But. Um, she makes some really great stuff and she's constantly raving about, uh, I don't know what brand it is, but she loves her vegan cheese. Yeah, there's a few kinds. And I will say it's not all completely dialed in yet. There are certain brands that handle certain kinds of cheese better than others. Like, uh, for example, if you want cream cheese, you probably want to have more of the Kite Hill uh, brand, which is really good. If you want like deli slices or shreds, there's a, a Portuguese brand called Violife, which is everywhere. That's really, really good. And to be perfectly honest, the uh, the 365 Whole Foods brand of their smoked Gouda slices, vegan smoked Gouda slices, they're my downfall. They're the ones that I dip into the they're fridge so like, nom, 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 I have to eat a slice of cheese right now. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> it's real bad. It's real bad. Hey, Gouda is good. Hey, Gouda is really good. <laughs> you go? Uh, they also make some Colby Jack shreds that are really amazing. Um, but then like the Miyoko's, uh, Miyoko's Kitchen makes probably the best vegan butter. Um, so there's, you know, you just kind of have to, you know, feel it out, test it out still. And it, it's kind of like, you know, that's the thing. There we go, Bug Bob. Thank you. There's the there's the definition for cheese. Cheese requires a fungus that excretes a chemical that chemically changes a protein into a form we call cheese. Does not matter. Thank you, Bug Bob. There's my man with the science. Let's not fight about cheese. Oh my god, I just oh, saw yeah, Kelly, about cheese. Kelly Man Todd is counting the fucks in this episode. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wait, does he Sorry. count? What is the other thing he counts? Penises. Yes. Do dick. we have to count say sticks. penis or dicks? Dick, dick, fuck, fuck, dick, dick, fuck. Okay, there you go, Todd. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord. that's right, Kristen. Dickelodeon. Dickelodeon. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Sing dick, it, Aaron. Dick, 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 dick. Dickelodeon. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. Oh my god, you guys are the best. Sorry, Todd. It's okay. We're putting them to work. (laughs) Seven dicks in that song. There's a oh, Bug Bob, there's a bird called the Oh my gosh, the Dick Dick Hissle? Is that what it is? Dick Sissle, maybe? Dick Sissle? That sounds like a kind of a vacuum cleaner all of a sudden. That's Bissell. Okay, that's Bissell. I'm sorry. It's Bissell. All right. Uh, So lastly, we're going to have one more uh, subject of conversation, my friend. Speaking of dicks, I sent you all a little article here, and I'm very interested. Because we've talked so much about penises, and we've talked about my penis way too much, which is really weird. (laughs) Um, What is the future of penises, ladies? I read this article on Vice saying that the future, the future of penises are small penises. Is this like one of these weird, like fashion choice predictions that goes wrong? Like, what is this? 
I think they're full of fucking shit if you want my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I was trying to read into the subtext and they're like, well, you know, basically the Greeks really loved having a small in their penis when it wasn't hard because it showed you weren't like a crazy wild animal. I was like, uh, okay. But that's not going to change how evolution is. I don't, yeah. They seem I to be getting understand. bigger. Yeah, and I mean, uh, people are just getting taller in general. Like, people are just getting larger. So, I... what? Listen, this came from an article from Vice, but, yeah. and it was written by a man, which tells me he's got a small dick in the first place, so he's now trying to make it seem like it's fucking cool. And we know it's not. That was kind of the subtext I read into this article, honestly. <laughs> he's like, look, they're cool. Well, and the thing was, I was I was really looking because the article had a very clickbaity title was like, you know, our small penis is going to be the future. And then the whole fucking article is like, well, you know, the Greeks like small penises. Yeah, it was all history. And I was I, like, I didn't see anything about the minute. future. I believe yeah. he actually used the word dainty at one point when he was <laughs> talking about ancient Greek sticks. You know, <laughs> that does remind me. Have you guys seen that series Californication? with Ducat. <sighs> long time ago. Yeah, God it's been damn, that series is good. If you guys want to go back and watch a good series, that series is great. But he's, in that series, he always says, yeah, I've been told I have a very pretty penis. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. It's, one of my favorite. it's a pretty penis. It's a pretty penis. Well, there are some that are better looking than others, but. Right. Sure. Um, so what's, I, and believe me, we've seen our share of them in our little, uh, our little chat sometimes. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> Bad Jody uh, can send you some ugly ones. Oh yeah. boy, can oh. she. Oh, <laughs> Seriously. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> Lord. And like, let's be realistic. Size does not necessarily, you know, the bigger you are doesn't necessarily mean you are, are you're better in bed. But you know, it, it, there's a big difference between a one, uh, you know, like a two inch micro penis versus even mm. just an average size penis. So you know. Okay. All right. I'll well, take then, an uh, average penis that knows what the fuck they're doing, especially when it comes to their mouth and their fingers, and I'm much happier, you know, than if I got a ten inch dick that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. And yes, Kristen, girth is fucking huge. That's the big thing. That's more important than length. Yeah, yeah. You want to be hitting all sides. I don't want to shame any guys here, though. It's not their fault what they got. Well, hey, no, listen, exactly. And, and here's but the thing. Learn. This is what I'd like to say. Yes, learn and practice. I mean, there are, if you guys are, you know, there's exercises you can do. If you want to look up something called jelking. What Ooh, the what's fuck that? is that? You guys don't know about jelking? No. J-E-L-Q-U-I-N-G. If you want to look up something really insane, they're exercises to increase your blood flow and the size of the blood vessels in your penis. Uh, so you can do that. Um, but is that proven at length or anything? No, it's more about girth, honestly. Oh, girth. Okay. Um, so what I wanted to ask you and feel free to tap out if you don't feel comfortable sharing stories but have you and and you talked about this talk did you hear me <laughs> <laughs> okay. i'm nervous all of a sudden i'm i mean i'm certainly yeah <laughs> you penises ma'am <laughs> i was my manager uh so um have you have you been deceived have you looked at a penis and then <laughs> said either oh this is gonna be great or, oh my god, and then either been that or the completely opposite way when you actually interact with said penis. Well, you mean like the guy that stirred my vagina like it was a cake? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what? 
Whoa. Is that how we thought sex worked? Yes. Oh. I've told this story uh, on <laughs> our show, but. Please uh, catch us up on this. He had a very pretty penis. He okay. sent me an unsolicited dick pic, but I had already determined he was worth like going on a date with, which ended up being just like a hookup instead. And um, he was okay at missionary sex. And then all of a sudden he like pulled back and just started like stirring me. I'm <laughs> sorry. What? And I was like, I don't like, like a, that. Like a witch's cauldron? Yeah. And I was like, could you do anything but that with your dick, please? Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, that was that was like a, oh, man, that's that looks great. I can't wait to have sex with that. And then like a, ooh, womp, womp. <laughs> But that's just operator error. That's not necessarily like, you know, equipment failure, right? Yeah. I did... I gave a, a blowjob once. Do you give a in-service afterwards? Like, maybe do this instead? Uh, no. I was like, hey, cool. Totally came. Get out. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, man. He thought yeah. it was one of those uh, crystal toning bowls. He was ready to just like... <laughs> I don't know what he thought was going to happen. Or like a magic door open. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was going to be like The Legend of Zelda, like, the door open. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. Wait, what, what? you were saying something about a blowjob? Thank uh, you. I gave a blowjob once to a guy because I knew I couldn't do anything. He had, like, a real small dick. But he was, like, he went to Eddie Pence's school of finger banging. Like, he was good at finger banging and so i was like i'm gonna give you the best performance blowjob of your life on the smallest dick i've ever seen wow. and i went to town on that like he how had do you know how good stick. eddie is no i don't know how good he's just always talking <laughs> about finger it. banging <laughs> i thought we got some good gossip there I was say, <laughs> breaking news he's you hear it here basically first. like a brother to me that makes me want to vomit <laughs> <laughs> School. <laughs> <laughs> but see, so that's you were appreciative, and you're like, I'm gonna do you so yeah. good. Yeah. But see, again. that's the thing. You, if you're not that well endowed, or you don't know what the fuck you're doing, at least if you can do something with your fingers or your tongue, it helps to make up for your shortcomings. So just True. fucking learn what you're doing. Well, and that's the thing. It, it just shows a. It's the same thing as somebody's in school. You have to have a passion for learning. Right. You know, you have to want to be motivated to learn and do and try. And so if, you know, regardless of the equipment that you've been given, if that if that spirit and that willingness is there, usually that's what's the real important thing. Did it I is. Just, I just bumped myself I'm guessing myself the stir out. boy wow. did it on a high school girlfriend and she liked it. Yeah. She pretended to like it. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I gotta move. Or it was her first time and she didn't know any better, so she faked it because, you know, what else do you fucking do back then? Yeah, you're like, hey, all right, now get out. Yes. Yeah, ladies, stop someone else's faking. problem. Yeah, stop faking it. Stop telling them that it's good if it's not. Just fucking direct them in the correct manner. Well, that's the thing. Like, especially in this, this kind of relationship, you know, guys like to be told, like, yes, you're doing a good job do this no don't do that like all that kind of direction most guys are like oh okay all right 
you're not even in the same room as me. What are you doing? Sure, this is a Wendy's. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, do you remember my story about the guy with the vibrator with me? So I told this on a virtual cocktail Please. party once. Yes, tell um, us. I was... I was definitely not going to get off that night. I knew I wasn't going to get off. So I pulled out my, at the time, my very favorite vibrator. It was just a very basic silver bullet vibrator. Uh, I get it to where I need it to be physically. I take his hand. I put it where I need it. And the fucker moves it. So I move his hand. I bring it back to where I need it. I let go again. He moves it again. Get, now I'm really getting frustrated. So I move the vibrator back to where I need it again for a third time and the dumb motherfucker moved it a third time oh, and at three that strikes and you're out at that point I took the vibrator I threw it across my bedroom and I said just fucking finish already just fucking finish I'm done fucking finish Whoa. And that, I, I don't think I slept with him again. I may have tried one more time, but I don't <laughs> think so. I'm not sure. I was like a sucker for punishment at times too. So was he Man. like, what's the matter? What did I do? What's I no clue. Trying to no clue. No yeah. clue Jesus why I was Christ. so frustrated. No clue. Oh, it's good when people listen, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so men, if the, you're if the girls are, or women or whoever, you're pulling out a toy and they bring it to a certain spot, that's because they want it there. That's listen the to them. Yes. That's true. That's my smile spot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. And with that, I think it's perfect timing. We've, we've already run a little long for the Fink Show. I know you guys kind of uh, like to do a two-hour thing, but I think it's time, my friends, for... Oh, wait, get that a little louder. It's time for the Free Skate, my friends. If you are a Patreon subscriber and you want to jump into the call Gosh, that went say quick. hello... I know, that went way... That felt like freaking 15 minutes and we're already <laughs> so obviously you, we're going to want to do this yes thank you both for doing this we definitely if you're open to it would love to do this again and again here comes jesse schaefer to tell us all about cheese tell me about cheese jesse wait first uh, jesse did you leave john that voicemail no i'm still waiting on a damn what? voicemail yeah jesse uh you you you're not picking up on your assignment there, uh, horny widow. She's Jessie supposed Schaefer. to tell us about her hot date. I know we're supposed to hear about um, you know. Well, let's just say that Bridget can go cannot get near my boyfriend's hands at all. They're mine. Don't worry. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but you still gotta leave us a voicemail. Bye. Now, see, this is what I was waiting for: is when I get a whole room full of ladies, they start start getting all catty with each other and this is what i like sink down behind the bar like, like jesse you don't have to worry i got plenty up here that i can play with I, I, i'm good i don't need to travel jason, to pa jason has amazing magical hands and they're Ooh, mine. wow we heard the name the name the name of the man his name is jason all right i don't know why i was so he does exist okay okay I oh, wait, so he's not, not made up. Trust me, he's real. He's not a sex doll. He's not one of those real dolls. He doesn't live in like Canada. No, he does not live in Canada. Damn it! He doesn't have a USB port. <laughs> <laughs> he's not from Russia on a visa. <laughs> Hello, I am sure. Hello, just as I love you. Yeah, but they also like savings for money. <laughs> 
<laughs> I brought them my tiny giraffe. <laughs> Listen, Jody joined. What does Jody oh, have to say? Yes, Jody, Jody has this has today I, broken your brain a little bit, or was this a little me? much? What do you think? Uh, I was there were some squeamish moments, but I I mostly jumped in to say hi, Bridget. Hi, Aaron. It's fun having y'all here. Hi, Jody. We love having Jody around. Jody's always a great supporter of the bi coastals. Yay. Yay, yes, Jody. sweetheart. Thank you. Jody's a, Jody's just very supportive all the way around. I really appreciate that, Jody. Thank you. Yes, Hi. she is. She's the best of us. My, my garmily and all the things that have come out of that, and it's awesome. Yes, I agree. I agree, Super my friends. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Oh, Bug Bob's coming in. Oh, yeah. another another we got rooster some more in the head. Was yeah. I right, Bob? Was it another Dick Sizzle? A rooster. Yeah, we got to hear what's the. Uh, we need to know the pronunciation of that one kind of bird here. When oh, are you there, there, Bob? I'm here. Do you hear me? Yep, we hear yes. you, God. Okay. Yeah, Gene is correct. That's it's how you pronounce Dick it, Sizzle. and it's a sparrow-like bird. I win. Follow the link I sent. Oh, that's so cool. All right, we're going to do this. I win the show today. <laughs> <laughs> Bug Bob, did you ever pierce your genitals? Yeah, yeah, Bug. I think you know the answer to that. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> John, I just about threw up right here sitting at the kitchen table. Can oh, we do a special podcast so where we take him to get a piercing? Yes, this is, this yes. yes. <laughs> I'll hold exactly. your hand. That's right. I have a question for yes. everyone. Yes. What color are everyone's roller skates for this free skate? Mine are pink and black. Ooh. Oh. I just got the rentals that are that ugly purple. brown. <laughs> blue. Always fucking blue. <laughs> Green and purple for the original colors of my hockey team. There you go. There. Yeah. Oh, I like lavender. Jason's is nude. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> what color Wait, are your roller skates, Bug Bob? Why is talking about my boyfriend? I'm not talking about your boyfriend. I'm talking about Jason Sadler here. Not everything's about your boyfriend, Jesse. It's okay. I'm keeping my hands off. Don't worry. I'm keeping my hands off. a relationship like, get off my man. Can't even say the name. Listen, Jesse, I know it's been a while, so I'm, trust me, I'm letting you have yeah, everything are, you need. Don't we worry. We're all celebrating this with you, Jesse. Nobody's out to sabotage you. Last words, John. We're going to slam you two together time. like when you make Barbie have sex with G.I. Joe. That's right. Oh, my God. All right, Bug Bob, what's your. Uh, what... God damn it. Was I the only one that did that? <laughs> I used oh, He-Man. Okay. <laughs> Bug Bob's, you got probably like a natural color Bug Bob, right? You want to blend in with the, uh, like a camouflage yeah. kind of thing maybe? Light Camo brown, light brown, like my, like my hiking boots. There we go. I figured. I figured. <laughs> um, I, I figured I, because I do have the uh, giant size 21, I would have multiple extra wheels like an 18 wheeler <laughs> you probably never be... get them at this at the skating rink huh they probably didn't get big enough oh yeah skates ski boots ice skates anything where you rent things to put on your feet that ended for me in fucking junior high mm. yeah See, I, I have yeah. a large shoe for a female so like i i oftentimes have to go into men's shoes for stuff what like, oh, it's insane. What's your shoe size? I wear like an 11, 11 and a half. So, oh, 
Yeah, so when I was a kid skiing, they used the the ski shop we used to go to had a rental deal because my foot grew so much and so quickly, we would just have to constantly change out my skis. So they had a really cool deal that we helped with. But like, you know, I can but see I remember back. So way back when, back in the day in the mm-hmm. olden times, if you bought a, a shoe that was bigger than a size a 10 or bigger, good good music size 10 or bigger they would charge you extra for your shoe so that was me back in the day yeah like if i'm buying sneakers or boots i have to go with a men's shoe i can't get them in women's shoes they just don't fucking fit so when i was in junior high i wore a size 17 um and so it was already being like okay you're not gonna go skiing anymore because we used to go skiing once a year because my mom was from colorado and um so uh, by the time I was out of you know high school and into college, I was wearing a size 21. And it was like, well, I can just basically wear basketball shoes. That's pretty much it. So, Ugh. yeah, good times. Good times. Oh, you poor thing. I know. When am I going to catch a break here with me sitting in my weird cockpit of wires and uh, <laughs> sound baffles and shit? When am I, I going to catch a break? It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine, everybody. I'm fine. Well, my love, I'm just I happy th- that I finally caught a fucking break. Okay, so shut. Yeah. No, no. I, we're all celebrating <laughs> you, Jesse. It's amazing. Here, watch, watch. Check this out. We are celebrating. Oh my gosh! Woo-hoo! Look who it is. It is. Oh my gosh! Hang on. Oh, I have to show the third. Wait, is it? Oh, it's got to boot up. Wait, wait for it to boot up, and then you can say hi. It's good. It's Mrs. Vegan Giant, everybody. Hooray. Yay! Good morning, everyone. Yay. Hi, Karen. Sliding in for the finish, I guess. That's my girl. But you never got to enjoy his Prince Albert. No, that was the pre-Karen era. Yeah, this was many, many years ago. And. Uh, I've tried to I've I've tried to in the past be like, see, honey, here's the scar. She's like, no, no, you, no. <laughs> Gross her out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, penises are weird enough. Get that away from me. That's exactly what it is, and I actually share in that sen- sentiment. So that's fair. I don't know why anyone would want to put put uh, needles next to their genitals. I just don't get it. <laughs> it was a it was a different time. It was a different day. <laughs> Different substances. Different yeah. Not really different sub. It's all the same. Substances. <laughs> yeah. Same substance I had this morning. Um, all right, my friends. Thank you for coming and saying hello. I like that. Hello. Well, I had to say hello to the special guests. It was a really great show. It's great to have the back coastal biatches on today. Super show. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Oh, so, this episode has been Karen approved. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I needed. Oh, wow. That's, a, that's actually a huge weight off my shoulders after this subject matter today. <laughs> okay. Well, my loves, today was awesome. Thank you all for tuning in. Stay tuned uh, tomorrow. Wells Wednesday. What we got tuned? What we got planned for tomorrow, Gina? Anything fun? We're going to play a game. Oh, snap. Smash or pass. Smash or pass. We're going to do it tomorrow. Stay tuned on the Fink Show. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having us. All right. Later, Taters. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.